eighth of a gram into three pieces, shot that, collapsed right here. That was the first time I experienced like real fentanyl, like pure fentanyl. Fentanyl. You may not have heard of it, but it's ravaging city streets and small towns across North America. 50 times stronger than heroin. It killed more than 20,000 people last year. I went to Vancouver, Canada, where overdose deaths are doubling every year. Vancouver, gateway to Canada from the east. Ships, containers, and a drug called fentanyl. A synthetic form of heroin, it's killing one person every day in the city. Fentanyl has devastated this neighborhood. It's ground zero for Canada's drug crisis. Hi, Hi. thank you for having us. Nice to so see you. So why are we here in the downtown east side today? So we're here because this alley is one of the mm -hmm. two biggest alleys for drug use in Vancouver. When fentanyl came in, mm -hmm. um, a lot of people were overdosing in this alley. People would scream from the alley, mm -hmm. we need Narcan, we need Narcan, uh, and we'd open up the alley and there'd be an overdose. What is Narcan? Narcan stops overdoses. Mm -hmm. So let's go take a look. Sarah runs an overdose prevention site. So people can use all the drugs on the site. They use down, they use meth. What's down? Uh, heroin. Sarah and her staff test the user's drugs. Fentanyl is so cheap and so powerful that dealers mix it in with everything. Then it goes out into the street and God knows what people are taking. If it has fentanyl in them, then we would suggest that they use a little at first and more later, or they can make the decision of whether they want to use the drugs at all. This one is uh, positive for fentanyl. The test doesn't say how much fentanyl, though, meaning overdoses are a constant danger. Hey, Michaela, is it okay? Yes. Okay. What's, what's happening? It's... He's okay. He's okay. All right. So that's an everyday yeah, thing. So that was an overdose just happened yeah. behind us, and yeah. that's what you guys do. Yeah. Narcan is their secret weapon. So this is a naloxone kit, which we call Narcan. They give them a shot of Narcan. They also give them some oxygen, um, and hopefully that'll get the folks back together. Out in the back alleys, there's no supervision. Longtime user Joe buys some heroin, at least what he thinks is heroin. He gets ready to use with his partner, Brink. This is, that's the cops right there. <laughs> so what you usually do in this situation is, is you just move along, right? Yeah, it's kind of... Just kind of move, and, they, yeah. and they'll just leave you alone. The Vancouver police have a progressive drug policy. They target dealers, but not users. They're turning. Just give me a bed, man. I don't want to OD, buddy. We go see Joe's former partner. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? How are it's you? good to see you. Good to see you. So, okay. So you've been in the downtown east side for how long? Well, it's been on and off since 91. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a big part of my life. Yeah. Where are you living now? Right now I live right here at Onsite, which is a second stage uh, facility for recovery. Before that, Jeremy lived on the streets, working around the clock to support his $500 a day habit. Hastings Street is the heart of the downtown east side where people openly buy and sell drugs and the stolen goods that fund their habits. What kinds of things would you steal? Uh, anything from power tools, uh, designer bags, cosmetics, 
um, clothing, uh, anything that, that people would buy, basically. Yeah. So this is the Ovaltine Cafe. Uh -huh. This is the first place where I OD'd. Uh -huh. Where right, was it? Right here. Just exactly here. And exactly. What happened? Uh, well, I had just uh, heard of some killer stuff that was going around. Uh -huh. I got my hands on it, and the guy told me, he said, whatever you do, don't do a lot of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So broke an eighth of a gram into three pieces, took one of those three, yeah. shot that, collapsed right here. Yeah. Uh, I believe that was, that was the first time I experienced like real fentanyl, like pure fentanyl. Jeremy went on to have six more overdoses last summer. Before that, he'd been a functioning heroin addict for nine years, holding down a good job, a house, a family. But then his dealer started adding fentanyl. We started becoming aware that, that this was something that was in the dope. The euphoria that you get from a heroin high is, mm -hmm. is, a, is a very deep sort of all-body kind of thing, whereas with fentanyl, it's like a sleeping pill. You just kind of, kind of black out, right? And then how long before you start wanting it again? Two hours. Two hours, and yeah. how about with heroin? Uh, heroin is anywhere from six to 12 hours. Jeremy started using three, four, five times a day and quickly lost his job, his house, and his family. After the seventh overdose, something clicked. I'm on my uh, um, second attempt at uh, recovery. Mm -hmm. I've got a, a really good uh, network of support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And are you going to start working again? Uh, as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. Firehall 2 is two blocks from Hastings. Its three crews are on duty round the clock. They're the busiest in the city. How many OD calls do you get in a given day? In like a 24-hour shift, it can be anywhere from probably 20 up to like 80, 90. We have our, uh, our Narcan kit in this kit. Basically, it just uh, reverses the effects of the opioids, so it, it will knock them off those same receptors in the brain and allow the patient to start breathing on their own again. So that's our, our crew going on. came in as seizures, but there's a good chance that it might be an overdose. Yeah, perfect. All right. At the scene, paramedics have already arrived. The paramedics aren't sure what the woman took, but fentanyl shows up in more than 80% of overdoses. This is where the police track the bad guys. More than 30 detectives from the organized crime section working full-time on fentanyl. Staff Sergeant Bill Spearn's first task in the morning is going over the previous day's overdose reports. Today is a good day. Finally. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy days like these. There were no overdose deaths in the city mm -hmm. of Vancouver last night. We've been averaging about one a day. Sergeant Spearn can't show us fentanyl. It's so toxic it can be absorbed through the skin. What forms does fentanyl come in? Uh, pills. Mm -hmm. This is an example of uh, some counterfeit Oxycontin mm -hmm. pills mm -hmm. that contain fentanyl. The other version that we see is powders. Mm -hmm. And this is an example of 
fentanyl powder, mm -hmm. uh, a kilo. And that's a kilo of pure fentanyl? Yes, it's okay. enough to make a million pills. So how much fentanyl does it take to kill someone? As little as half a milligram. So let's do the math. Half a milligram, that means that that's, uh, that's enough to kill two million people right there in that bag. Yeah. So that is how strong it is. Where is this stuff being manufactured? In China. Mm -hmm. And it's coming into Canada through our mail system. We have millions of pieces of mail that come in from China mm. every week. Mm. And to go through every one of them is pretty difficult. I think it's only a matter of time before it shows up in other parts of the world. It's already all through the United States. The sergeant's a firm believer in the department's commitment to harm reduction. The Vancouver PD has had its uh, harm reduction policy in place for more than 10 years. Is it working? I think that it was working mm. until fentanyl showed up. If somebody is drug dependent, mm. we need to give them a clean drug mm -hmm. in a clinical setting mm -hmm. and wean them off of these opioids. Do you know more people who've made it, who've changed, or more people who've died? Died. Yeah. yeah. But I'd like to see that change too. Yeah. So. 23% of fatal overdoses in British Columbia take place outside the big cities, in small towns like Castlegar, 400 kilometers east of the downtown east side. It's a world apart, nestled in the Canadian Rockies on the banks of the Columbia River. Hi, Kara. It's good Hi. to see you. So we're here in Castlegar. Tell me what kind of a town is this? Uh, it's surrounded by mountains. We're uh, on the river. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really tight-knit community. Mm -hmm. And why did you come here and when? I uh, came here in 2010 to get clean. It's not the kind of place you can find drugs easily, right? Uh, it is and it isn't. If yeah. you know the right people, it's very easy. What kind of drugs can you get here? Uh, and everything and anything. Mm -hmm. um, fentanyl is a really big, mm -hmm. big drug here now. Mm -hmm. You won't see any anybody using. Um, everybody stays inside. It's hidden. It's. Kira lives on the edge of town with her husband. She's taking classes to be a nurse and babysits three kids to help pay the rent. I came to Kaskar to get clean. Mm -hmm. I was doing cocaine. Me and my husband both were. Mm -hmm and he decided enough was enough. Mm -hmm. Within a week, we found a place, mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. did really well. Right away, it's like our craving went away. Mm -hmm. It didn't last. You're using again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. She's using fentanyl. Dara, what was your daily consumption when you started using it? Um, about a point. And now you're using one gram a day. That's 10 times more. T 10 times more, exactly. They're spending $500 a day on fentanyl. We have a little bit of savings that uh -huh. we've blown through. And that money is running out, right? Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> definitely. Do you have a plan? Um, no, I don't. Have you used today? I had used maybe an hour ago. How do you feel right now, an hour after using? I feel normal. You feel normal, pretty good. Do you feel good or just not sick? Um, I... I just feel not sick. Is it fun? It was at first. Mm -hmm. And now? Uh, now it's just kind of pathetic, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, half the time we don't, we don't get a buzz. Mm -hmm. We just become unsick. Back in Vancouver, Sarah is getting ready for another busy Saturday. While most of her clients are in their 30s and 40s, she's seeing more and more young people, like Vinny. Vinny is 23. 
He's been on the downtown east side for a year. I had it injected until I got down here. Yeah. I was uh, uh, snorting it before. There's some really strong, strong, strong stuff out right now mm-hmm. that just recently came out. It was, it was getting pretty weak and you weren't seeing that many ambulances and, and stuff like there, there used to be. Like, How about you? Have you ever overdosed? Yeah, I think I've hit like 23, but I've been overdosed. I'd say well, you've overdosed days. 23 times? Yeah. What are you using um, today? Sarah? Fentanyl. Yeah. So it's pure fentanyl. Why aren't people using heroin anymore? Well, just because nobody will buy it. It, it, it. Everybody's so addicted to fentanyl and the strength of fentanyl. You okay, Vinny? Mm-hmm. The hard thing is that, you know, when I think of Vinny, I think of my son, and I think of, like, a, a young person that has their whole life ahead of them. You looked away when he was injecting. Yeah, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time on the site. I find it's very, you know, I find it more and more difficult. Is Vinny okay right now? Yeah, Vinny's good. Yeah, he's okay. He's and fine. how can we tell he's not overdosing? He's, he's breathing normally, uh, from what I can see. Hey, Vinny. Vinny, you cool? Vinny's had 23 overdoses now, he says. What can be done to make sure he doesn't have another overdose? I'd like to be able to be here offering uh, Vinny or people like Vinny safe medication that... Um, that they won't overdose. Safe medication like uh, heroin or opiates that the government could, uh, you know, that we could get through a system, uh, you know, even someone like me, and then we give them medication that they need. The medication they need, not drugs they want. People like Sarah, who work day in, day out with users, understand that addiction is a problem that has to be managed before it can be cured. That's it for this week. Thanks, as always, to the observers who gave us their time and shared their stories with us. I'll see you next time.